You're listening to a podcast from 702 and Cape Talk. The Literature Corner. Yes, man. You'd swear I hate literature from that voiceover. It's like, Literature Corner. The Literature Corner. One of our favorite parts of the week. And it is the monthly lit quiz. Teresa Mallison is back, freelance journalist, writer, and also quiz champion every single month. She's back again. How many months now? I think since March, but you sound a bit bored of me. <laughs> <laughs> so perhaps Buzz will win this time. <laughs> wow. No, I'm just jealous. I'm jealous of people who are very good with the general knowledge. I'm one of those people who hate it when it comes to that part of the evening where someone at the yeah. dinner party goes, let's play 30 seconds. Yeah, oh my gosh. God. <laughs> You probably think I know stuff just because, like, I'm on radio, and then you embarrass yourself. So I'm jealous at your consistency. That's actually why. Oh, thank yeah. you very much. But we, we, we love your nerdishness, we love your knowledge, and we love your love of books. And you are going up against someone else who is just as loving of books, Babalwa Nyembezi, who is a social media consultant, and it says, yeah, an avid reader. She's so much more than that. Avid, avid reader. Avid, an avid reader. It's wonderful to see you, uh, Babal. It's you really are. good to be here, UC Biscuits. Okay, tag me then, unless you blocked me. So, tag you, tag you. Tag okay, you, great. Okay, cool. So you can play along at home. I have seen the questions. I haven't seen the answers, so I'm going to play along in my head. Okay. It's always easier when you're not actually like in studio. So don't think you're cleverer than my f- um, friends here in the studio. But uh, see how you how you get along. The rules are simple. You know them. Uh, you get two points if you get an answer right, and if you get it wrong, the other person has a chance to steal one point. And every now and then, um, I randomly make up rules as we go along, oh. and then we uh, scare our producers to tally up and do <laughs> maths. And depending on what comes out of that process, um, we then declare a, a winner. Champion. Absolutely, with a round of applause. We don't have land to give you. Unfortunately. <laughs> okay, we're going to start with the reigning champ. Are you ready for your first question, Teresa? Yes. What is the title, and it comes with an audio clue, of the third book in the Harry Potter series? Turn to page 394. Little lady at 12 o'clock! Sirius Black is the reason the Potters are dead. And now he wants to finish what he started. I want you to swear to me you won't go looking for Black. Why would I go looking for someone who wants to kill me? <laughs> that sounds so cool. Uh, now, I so feel, cool. now I feel really bad. You know why? Because I haven't read one book and I haven't watched one movie. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Please come, through. <laughs> Please come through, she says. <laughs> well, Theresa, okay. can you come through with the answer? Yeah, I read them all just because, you know, I wanted to have an opinion, but I'm not the biggest Harry Potter fan girl. But so I was very happy for the clue in the um, audio clip. So I think it's Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Well done. Give that woman two points. You knew that. I was hoping she wouldn't get it so I could. Yeah. Okay. I did not know that at all. So I'm on zero. You guys on two each. Your first question then. Babalwa, name the title of the first book of the Millennium series by Swedish author and journalist Stig Larsson. I have no idea. Shall we give her a clue? Mm, no, I can't really. Oh my gosh. 
Teresa, do you know? I do. Oh, no. you, you know the title. You, you, you definitely know this title, whether you've read the book or not. Okay, can I have a clue? Um, <clears throat> the title includes reference to a creature that existed, what, thousands of years ago? Loch Ness Monster? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Abel. <laughs> oh, well. There I was negotiating clues, and Abel's like, no, we've got to get on it. The clock's moving. <laughs> Teresa, do you like a point? Um, the girl with the dragon tattoo. Of course I know that title. Oh. Yeah, of course you do. Oh, man. Teresa, okay. what is the title of the very successful 2005 novel by Jonathan Four about a nine-year-old boy searching for closure following his father's death? Oh. <sighs> Something incredible. I'm still annoyed, by the way, so don't <laughs> Not everything shall be eliminated. It's the other one. Um, something incredibly... Cl- okay, I don't know. I'm just going to say everything shall be eliminated. No. Nah. Okay. Do you know? Mm-mm. Extremely loud and incredibly close. Uh, yes. What a lovely title. Very nice. Have you read it? Yes, I have. Of course you have. Of course you have. Oh, and tell us about it. Is um, it cool? I read it a long time ago. It is cool. I, I, I can't say much more than that. <laughs> <laughs> you should be able to get this one, Babalwa. If you don't, I'm going to shame you on social media. Okay, cool. <laughs> Which leader wrote The Audacity of Hope, Thoughts on Reclaiming the American Dream? Here's a clue to go with it. I stand before you again tonight, after almost two terms as your president, uh, to yes. tell you I am more optimistic Barry, about the yep. future of America Praise be. than ever before. <laughs> Praise be. It's Barry. America, I know, is full of How are we missing? Thanks, Abel. Optimism. So, Barry, President Barack Obama. Yeah, boy. Oh, Give that woman two, <laughs> two points. points. <laughs> Teresa, who is the author of the 2006 best-selling book by English biologist, The God Delusion? Uh, Richard Dawkins. Yes. Nice. Nice. Nicely done. Oh. Your next question, then we'll tally it up, then we'll take a break and uh, see how we get on. What is the title, Babalwa, of the third non-fiction book? It's a tough one, guys. No one like remembers chronology. That's yeah. like, you know. Okay. Written by Malcolm Gladwell. I don't know how the, f- the rest of the question will help you, but it says on my page here, uh, and published by Little Brown and Company. That won't help On me. November the 18th, 2008. Um, Flipsticks. It's on my bookshelf. I'm just trying to remember the title because uh, I stole it from my friend. Ugh. I feel like giving her a clue, man. She's just so full of energy and life. Ugh. Shall I give her a clue? Yes. This morning on the open line, we were talking about the danger of the exceptional narrative. That is a very cryptic but a beautiful clue, if I must say so myself. So is it Outliers? Is that your final answer? That is my final yes. answer. Yes. Give her two points. Come on, Abel. Yay. Applause. <laughs> Yay. Outliers, the story of success. And I wonder what the points are looking like at this stage as we ask KPMG to cook the books. Teresa, that can't be right. I have a feeling of Teresa being ahead. Shit. It's amazing how feelings don't dovetail with the fact, eh? Lesson there. Sometimes the world feels X and actually X is not what is, is going on in the world. Else? You are both on four points. Oh, yeah. That's neck and neck. Let's take a break. <laughs> Literature Corner. 
Okay, I finally found you. We don't actually follow each other on Twitter. I wonder what happened because I kind of like like you in person. Aww. Are you are you are you like one of those woke Twitter police people? That's I why really I muted am, you. <laughs> I really and am. And I must not. have done something where you probably like unfollowed me too. But I've got you there now. Now we are BFFs. Oh yeah, I'm gonna follow. It's back amazing it. what physically meeting people do, right? I'm gonna follow you back and like we'll be around. I don't know thing. what happened, but now we are in that. So now I'm going through your time <laughs> because I'm like I want to see uh, what is it. Maybe something triggered me. Ah, uh. uh, I never. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. On to the second half. Are you ready? KPMG has apologized. Teresa is actually on five points. <laughs> yes. And you... That makes more sense. Babawa, okay. you're, on four, you're on four points. But tell her the rule, Teresa. Uh, the person... Well, it's no longer true. But yeah. at any rate, it used to be true. Go, Teresa. The person who is behind at the halftime break often comes through to one in the end. Ah, yeah. oh, yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Until Here's she open. came on the Don't show. Don't me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want you to listen to this, Teresa, and tell me, can you name me the title that m- me, oh, that, that I'm reading from? This is what it says. And who is the author? What a self-indulgent question. Whoa. <laughs> While my father was out grabbing us prepared sandwiches for dinner, I crept into her room. I closed the door and shoved a chair against the doorknob so no one could enter. I had many things I wanted to say some sleepless nights ago. I'd made a list of all the things I needed to apologize for, all the things I needed to tell her I forgave her for. But as I stood there with those mathematics in hand, the weight of the moment on me, I said nothing. And when I tried to speak, only tears came. The pain was exponential because as much as I cried, she could not comfort me. And this fact only multiplied my pain. I realized that this would be life. To figure out how to live without her hand on my back. Has mm. Just realized that, okay, despite Mrs. Whitehead's best efforts, my colored accent is problematic sometimes. Eh? <laughs> Note to self. Wow. Crept and crap is very different. At first hand, did you hear that? That sounded very awkward there. The wrong person might have misheard what I was saying there. What a gorgeous book. Absolutely stunning. You know it. So this is a book by you, right? No, it's not by me. It's not by you. I wouldn't have mind writing it. I think it's stunning. I do not know, then. Do you? I feel like I wasn't listening properly. Um, Do you want to listen a little bit more? I I wonder whether you've read it. It's a South African-American author. Oh, yeah. oh, then I know who it is. You do. You, you, do you know? I think we do. Oh, I think I we think just spoke about it, it outside. Is no, it? We no, didn't. Okay, okay what's your answer? My answer is What We Lose by Zinzi Clemens. Yes. Nice. Nice. It's a stunning book. Have you read it? book launch a couple of months ago. Um, yeah. What was she like in person? She's lovely. Because sometimes lovely. authors disappoint. They, so they can write beautifully. Oh my gosh, yes. And then you meet them. Like, oh my and God. So lackluster. As exciting as wallpaper. Mm, no, she's amazing. Yeah. I really enjoyed her. Actually, okay, Zinzi. that's very cool. I actually regret not having gone to VIB. You should have come. You know why I didn't? Because I like her writing, and someone so said you don't to want to be disappointed. No, someone else gossiped and said, "Don't she? In, she's not the same." <laughs> And I was like, okay, let me Ooh. keep the, let me keep the, the you know, in my That's, head. I have some people that because I haven't met in real life because I'm like, I like your writing. I don't want The majority wanna... of authors that write beautifully, mm. I have found, can be very shy very in person. There are very few exceptions, like Sasonke. Oh, who speaks the way she writes. Lovely. You know? Effervescent. Reedy herself is, mm. is another one. But sometimes it's best if, to not meet your faves. Mm. 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 Okay. Take a listen to this clip. Apparently, I feature again in this question. Okay. Um, and what is the title of the book that we are discussing here? I'll even tell you the author. Crispian Olfer. Yes, the audio. Got it. Besides Bonnie and <laughs> Werner, I found another mine of information in Quobus Herber, 
the local representative of AfriForum, the Afrikaner Civil Rights Group, and a key mover in the local ratepayers organization, I got my first real taste of the undercover world of informants and investigations when I met Quibus in May 2015. Praveen had suggested that I speak to him after Quibus had given him a file that supposedly implicated local officials and politicians in a massive fraud. Okay, enough, Abel. You see, this takes up too much space. How to steal a city? No. Am I? Yes? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> you looked at me like, what? <laughs> okay, yes. Absolutely right. Stunning book. Stunning book. I think is one of the most important books, and it is at least as important and as good as Jacques Poe's book. I said it yesterday. I say it again. Go buy yourself a copy. Read it. Switch off your phone cover to cover, and then use it to act as an active citizen. Uh, really, really stunning book. So, congratulations to Crispy and Alpha. Have you yeah, got a copy? Beautiful. It is. It's amazing. It, it, it's scary. I wish it was fiction. At last, it's not. Okay, Teresa, an investigative journalist at Business Day and Financial Mail, just dropped his book on state capture entitled License to Loot How the Plunder of Ashcom and Other Parastatals Almost Sank South Africa. What's his name? I should definitely know this, and yet. Somehow I don't. Can I give her a clue, yes, Shem? Because I do love her. Do you? Do you? I don't know if you, per chance, listened to when I had <laughs> that wonderfully awkward, fascinating interview with Jacques Poe about his book. No, I didn't. Okay, my clue was going to be this person who is fingered, not quite literally, by Jacques Poe for his name and how it appeared in the Sunday Times's reporting on the on the Rogue Unit. Uh, came into the studio and yo, it got awkward between oh, the two of I them. Know, I know, I know. It was is. awkward for days, guys. Okay. Stefan Hofstad. Yes. Nice. Give her two points. <laughs> I never know how to say this guy's name. Mother, you were supposed to whisper into my ears. <laughs> yes. Okay, is that how you say it? I know. I mean, I've seen it on paper, but you know, sometimes you you see a name for years, and you're like, okay, I've never had to say you say you say. I've just always seen the name. This is one of those names for me. Name three popular books. That's a lot, guys. I'll give you three points then if you get it. Mm. Uh, Babalwa, three mm. points is up for grabs here. Okay. Name three popular books written by Khalid Khalid Hosseini oh, yeah. in, in order of public in order of publication. I know, guys. Yeah, 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 not that's A-level? not fair. Come on. A level. So the kite runner. <clears throat> Um, a Thousand Splendid Suns and um, Mountains, something with mountains. A, th- mm-mm, mm-mm, a, thousand, a thousand Splendid Suns. And those, um, the first two, by the way, you've got in the right is it order. the right order. Um, Can I give you a clue for the last one? Please. Sometimes when you are in the middle of the mountains and you say, 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 say. Echoing mountains. Oh, I'm trying, I now, know. recalibrate your initial instinct with my clue. Mountains, the mountain, and the mountains echo. Yes. And Thank a you. bonus point for for the, for the hosts, for the host as well there, for that cryptic clue. Yeah, bong. <laughs> this book was set in the backdrop of Varheim. And can we get over this book? Yes. Like, is there nothing else in the archives, in the annals of South African great literature? Be that as it may, this book was set in the backdrop of a party that was eventually turned into a film, and it carried by the same title. Take a listen to this particular clip. And after this, I think we must all uh, say bye-bye to this book title. <laughs> Lovely to see you both. You're looking marvelous. And how is your husband? Your son is in good health. Thank you. Is it true? That he opened a boys' club for blacks? Yes. The Claremont African Boys' Club. What's he want to do that for? I just don't understand, Arthur. 
I guess. I never will understand him. I wish he'd leave things as they are. I wish he'd face reality. He's a dreamer. Blacks have their place, we have our place. Blacks live their lives, we live our lives, but separately. Okay, we're getting bored now, Abel. Thanks, DJ. You know? At least thank you guys for not um, going with the opening pe passage. <laughs> um, this is an educated guess because I'm ashamed to say I've never actually read this. What is your answer? Cry the beloved country. Yes. Nicely well done. <laughs> But you know it? Alan Payton, yep. Okay. But would you have got it? I would not. <laughs> yeah, I would have got it. I wouldn't have got it either. Absolutely Fantastic, right, no. yeah. This author and poet has been accused your, your? of plagiarizing parts of her collection from a Tumblr poet. What is her name and what is the name of her poetry book on the eyes? I I've got no clue. The answer's on the next part of the page. Let's uh, let's listen. Okay, cool. And while we're listening, I will glimpse at the answer. <laughs> Oh, there's no, there's there's no, no clip. No, okay. no. So I think... Makes it even harder. How do I say the name? I, okay, is it... Na I'm so scared. Okay. Naira Wahid? Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Yo, okay. What goes with honey? Um, oh, Milk and Honey? That's the name. That's Is that the, not the title of her book? No, it's just a weird clue. What goes with honey? And then work with, with that word. Rupee. Oh. No, <laughs> you actually shut up. I'm so nervous. <laughs> oh my Are God. you getting shot at it? Okay. Yes, no, I obviously will make for the worst possible game show host giving out answers here. Is it rude? Ignore everything that I've okay, said, okay. and I may or may not have given you Beyond. like more clues okay. or stuff. So, what is your final answer? What is on my page, do you think? <laughs> Please read me the clue again. This author and poet has been accused of plagiarizing parts of her collection from a Tumblr poet. What is her name and what is the name of her poetry book? Okay, cool. So the name of the poetry book, I think, is Milk and Honey. Okay. The um, author is... Is it not Naira? Isn't the first name a currency? Ish. What, did you, what was your answer? Rupi Kaur? Yes! Two okay. points. Ooh, Lord, that was like getting blood out of a stone right there. So real, okay. I know, <laughs> I know. No, but but you guys are both excellent. Eh? You are scarily good. Imagine if you were in a team. Maybe next one we should do a team. Oh, yeah. That'll be excellent. Two teams of two. Okay, final questions. Quick, 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 quick ones. This book, Teresa, is a 1954 novel by a Nobel Prize winning British author. It was adapted into a film in 1990. Here's a clip of the most crucial scene in the movie. As soon as you have the answer, shout it out. This is Okay, let's stop there. Do you know the answer? Um, is it Lord of the Flies? I don't know. Is that your answer? That's my answer. Yes! <laughs> Lord of the Flies it is. <laughs> British novelist, short story writer, poet and screenwriter. His books have sold more than 250 million copies worldwide. They have to be worldwide. Name the novelist and <laughs> Well, I can't believe they give you these questions. I think they're sabotaging you. They say it says here, name the novelist and five of his books. I know, Bangtrailagabi. I know, that's rude. Five no, of his books. No, is it two, two, two something and two cities? Two. 
man to to something and two cities. How, how do, you, do you even know who the author is? I, I like the name is it, it. I've got it on the tip of my tongue. He's one of those that they call a classics author. He's an author of the classics. Um, okay, we're gonna do this. Okay. We're gonna do this. We're gonna go to is Orally ready with the news? She must be, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, I don't know if Orally heard the question. Orally, this was the question. <laughs> British mm-hmm. novelist, short story writer. I think to make it easy, I'll give a clue as well. It's like a children's writer, uh, children's oh, books, poet Roald and screenwriter. Dahl. Yeah, his books have got sold it. more than two fifty. Okay, she's got the first answer. She needs she needs two. five of the titles. Can you give her any titles there got to help out? Of Roald Dahl. Yeah. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Yeah. Matilda. Yeah. yeah. Um, James and the Giant Peach. Pe- yeah. Yeah. Uh, what um, else? To the Big Friendly Giant, BFG. Yes, BFG, mm-hmm. that's right. Um, that's right. That's right. James and the Giant, you said? James and the Giant Peach, yeah. Yeah, okay. There's only one more that, that I need um, from you. Oh, well, in real life, okay. Okay, uh, thank you, Orly. You've been fantastic there. We're going to give with Orly's answers. We will incorporate here. In the meantime, we'll see whether she can think of a fifth title. Literature corner. Okay, with the help of Orly, you managed to get quite a few there. I'm quite impressed. So where were we? So I'll start again. So you got the author, and which are the titles that we have got? You said BFG. Matilda. You said Matilda. I'm marking. I feel like I'm back tutoring. You said Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Uh-huh. You also said James and the Giant What What? The Giant Peach. Okay, that's four. And Danny, Champion of the World. Oh, yeah. Yep. There you go. There you go. And I think for that effort, I'm going to give her three points. Gabonga. Three points. <laughs> I do not know what that does to the scores. <laughs> we will ask the producers to tally, tally up and um, and see what they're doing. You can see I'm busy padding you in the wireless. What did you have for breakfast? Uh, um, egg on toast. <laughs> egg on toast? Yes. Wow, that's very healthy. I've gone vegan recently. Oh, so, really? Yeah. So it's interesting. Tender answers. What did you have, Teresa? <laughs> um, I had coffee. <laughs> Why? Because you can never be too rich or too thin. Um, yeah, I'm not a morning person here, so I often I just get up, shower, go okay. to work. Teresa, <laughs> such goals I die. You said that you think that I'm bored with you, but I'm. You know why I know that I, I haven't been bored with you on the show? How? Because I feel I feel sad by what I'm seeing in front of me here. Oh. Teresa's got 13 points. Bubs, we're not Bubs, must Is that what your phone's calling? Yeah, 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 yeah. Bubs. We're mates though. Fourteen on yeah, the channel. Oh. <laughs> yes. Wow. Black girl magic. Tell me about it. Or is it vegan magic? <laughs> no, black girl magic. I mean, I had an egg, so I cancelled myself as a vegan this evening. Okay, an aspiring vegan. That was absolutely <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for coming in. What, do you, what are you guys reading currently? Uh, well, I'm reading... Okay, you're about to read Crispian Olfer's book, How to Steal a City. Isn't that a lovely title? It is. It's a really awesome title. I think you're going to enjoy it. I am. I've started reading it. One of the things I'm thinking is I'd love to read that book, but like for each of our metros, if there was oh, someone nah. like him. He ended yes. the interview yesterday by saying, oh, by the way, there's another I'm one. coming for Cape Town. Nah. <laughs> what oh. are you reading? Um, Foreign Gods, Inc. by Okindibe. Oh, yeah. It's never a, heard He's of a Nigerian it. author that I'd never heard of before. Is it? How's well. it going? Really enjoying it. Is it? Very, very nice. Yeah. Fabulous. Fabulous. Thanks so much for coming Thank on the show. Thank you. See you next so month. Fun. See you next month. <laughs>